It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight is Paramount Pictures' hilarious story, True to Life. And ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry Dick Powell can't be with us tonight. In his place, playing the part of Link Ferris... You'll have to put up with Cary Grant. <laughs> Who, me? Uh, excuse me, please. And uh, we're sorry Joan Leslie can't be here either. In her place, you'll have to put up with Linda Darnell. Who, me? Uh, excuse me, please. Miss Darnell plays the part of Bonnie Porter, and Victor Moore is her father. Who, me? That's right, Victor. And William Demarest is Uncle Jake. Some Uncle Jake. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that will give you an idea. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in True to Life. Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Yes, a lot of people listen to Kitty Farmer. Only this time, the sponsor listens too. And then... Who writes that hogwash? Who writes that tripe? Uh, Link Ferris and Fletch Marvin. Their tops, Mr. Huggins, get $1,000 a week apiece. For that squill? I tell you, Kitty Farmer isn't real anymore. She's phony. She's counterfeit. Wait, jumping Jeremiah, she isn't even human. Oh, I'm sure the boys can make a human, Mr. Huggins. They're not just ordinary writers, you know. Writers like Fletch and Link are born. That's the trouble. Well, they better get a new idea fast, or I'll take Kitty Farmer off the air. Ah, uh, what's the use of kidding ourselves, Fletch? Huggins is right. We're written dry. Link, you know what we need? What? A nice hot bath and a shave. Mm -hmm. And then... Lights, drinks, beautiful women. Uh, Who knows? Somebody might say something. Yeah, it won't be anything we can use. Maybe that's our trouble, a thousand bucks a week. We've lost the common touch. We ought to get around and talk to real people. We might find the kitty farmer we're looking for. That's what I said. Let's go hunting. Not your kind of hunting. Hey, where's my hat? I'm going out for a walk. And so Link Ferris is walking in the rain. Walking... 
thinking, not even watching where he goes, until finally he stops at Anton's Diner, where pretty young Bonnie Porter works. Now remember, his clothes are soaking wet, and there's a two-day stubble of beard on his chin. He doesn't look much like a thousand a week. In fact, to Bonnie's practiced eye, he looks like someone who might need help. Um, anything special on that menu you like? Oh, this looks pretty good. Roast beef, french fried potatoes, and coffee. <laughs> the 60-cent blue plate. Uh, That's, uh, 60 cents. Well, sure. Uh, oh, you mean, uh... <laughs> I get it. You think I haven't got 60 cents, huh? Oh, you're way off, sister. I'm loaded. I've got enough right here to... to, to... Hey, hey, that's funny. Anything wrong? <laughs> yeah. Looks as if I forgot my wallet. I don't suppose you'd cash a check, would you? Oh, um, Mr. Kapopoulos, gentleman here wants to cash a check. Tell them we got a deal with the bank. They don't sell Hardenbergers. We don't cash no checks. <laughs> Roast beef, mister? <laughs> well, I... I guess I'm not as hungry as I thought. Just, uh, just coffee, please. Oh, how about a hamburger? It's only a quarter. No, no, thanks. Just coffee. Roast beef, rare and juicy, hey, coming up. Hey, wait a minute. I didn't order that. I... Oh, you can pay me back sometime. Yeah, but, but why should you do that for me? Because well, you're hungry. Uh, oh. Besides, it's a kind of a hobby of mine, you see. I kind of like to fill in the blank spaces. Oh, yeah. Hey, give me that again. Well, some people put mustaches on pictures. Uh-huh. Some collect matchbooks. Well, I like to read people's faces and make up stories about them. Oh, I see. You, uh, you made up any about me? Oh, sure. You're just having tough luck. Tough, tough, tough luck right now. (laughs) Your trouble is that you want to make a lot of money, a hundred dollars a week. So you get mad all the time and quit your job. Say, uh, how come you work here? I mean, a girl like you. Well, because my kid brother wants to be a doctor and my Uh father works in a bakery and mom can use the extra money. And besides, I don't mind working here. Why? Oh, nothing. I I was just thinking, that's all. Hey, anybody home? Hey, Bonnie, you sure your family won't mind after all bringing a stranger home? Oh, you're I... not a stranger anymore. Come on. Hello, everybody. Oh, Say, this is Mr. Ferris. Uh, Mom. How do you do? How do you do? My brother, Clem. Hi. Hello. And that's Mom's brother, Uncle Jake. Uh, How are you? Hey, where's Pop? Oh, down in the cellar, as usual. Well, I'll go get him. Make yourself at home, Mr. Ferris. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sit down, young man. Thank you, Mrs. Porter. Pop's inventing down in the cellar. When he's not at the bakery, he's an inventor. Hmm, some inventor. Well, that's Uncle Jake. He and Pop don't get along. They don't even talk to each other. And sometimes hey, they... Here he is, Mr. Ferris. This is Pop. Oh, glad to meet you, my boy. Any friend of Bonnie's is a friend of... What's the matter, anything wrong? Well, no, but that, uh, that, uh... Oh, this gas mask I'm wearing. Oh, it's one of my inventions. Some invention. Mom, you make him keep his nose out of this. My nose ain't in it. His nose is. He looks a lot better with that gas mask on. Pop invents a lot of things, Mr. Ferris. Synthetic rubber, too. Oh, really? Synthetic rubber, huh? Mr. Porter, are you doing anything with it? Well, not exactly. I can't get any raw materials. Well, uh, what raw materials do you need? Well, rubber. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, uh, where are you from, Mr. Ferris? Uh, Me? Yes, where are you from? Oh, uh, oh, well, uh, all over. I mean... Oh, uh... uh, Mom, I thought perhaps... 
Well, you see, Mr. Ferris came into the diner, and he was hungry, and, well, I thought maybe he could stay with us till he finds a job. Uh, a what? Well, the way you followed me around, I knew you didn't have a place to stay. Ain't we got enough mouths to feed? Mom, why don't your brother feed his own big mouth? He knows I'm a sick man. Sick my foot. He eats like a horse. A healthy one. Now, Pop, you needn't raise your voice. There's a stranger in the house. Uh, what do you do, Mr. Ferris? Uh, me? Oh, almost anything. Now, I mean, what's your line of work? Oh, well, uh, sort of general line, you know. Uh, just a tramp. <laughs> yeah, look who's talking. <laughs> Mrs. Porter, I, uh, yeah? I'm afraid Bonnie's got things mixed up. You see, uh, well, I've got a place. Sure I... you have my boy right here with us. We mean it, Mr. Ferris. Well, uh, well, thanks, but if I did, I, uh, I mean, uh, Maybe you let me pay board, huh? Nah, nothing doing, son. I'm glad to help you. I'm glad to. John D. Rockefeller. Some Rockefeller. Well, at least I got a heart, which is more than some people I know. Well, I'm sure Mr. Ferris won't be any trouble. Be swell if he'd stay. I could get some blood. Blood? Well, just a little, for my oh. microscope. Well, Clem's the one that's going to be a doctor. Oh, I see. Well, you won't let that bother you. Oh, no, not at all. Well, you'll stay then? Yeah, thanks, but look, uh, would you tell your brother that the Red Cross already has an option on me? Would you do that? No kidding, Link. That family's a gold mine. I wrote them into the script just the way you said, and Huggins really went for it big. Yeah. He said they sounded so real. Fletch, you didn't tell him they are a real family, did you? Don't be a dope. Good. If he knew they were real, he'd say they sounded phony. Yeah, well, what worries me? Suppose they hear the show. They're apt to recognize themselves. Well, just keep them from hearing it. Uh, do something to the radios. Uh, yeah, if I can. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, what kind of a dame is this, Kitty? I mean, uh, Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. Oh, uh... <clears throat> oh, she's very ordinary. Just the uh, run-of-the-mill type, you know? Oh, <laughs> Well, I certainly appreciate what you're doing, old boy. Burying yourself with a bunch like that. Oh, that's all right, Fletch. I'm sure you do the same in my place. Say, I'd better get back. They think I'm out looking for a job. Yeah, well, remember, I can't write that script unless you bring me some dope every night. Sure, sure. Well, uh, I'll dig it up and you uh, dish it out. Huh? Oh, oh, what a setup. What a setup. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mr. Fletcher. Yeah. You must have dropped this picture here out of your pocket, sir. Who is it, Mabel? Uh, oh, no, sir. It says on here from Bonnie. Bonnie? Let me see that. Just a run-of-the-mill type, he said. Sure is pretty, ain't she? And he was making such a sacrifice. Such a... Gabe, do you know what this story needs? Uh, no, sir. Complications, Gabe. It needs a few complications. Well, no, you just sit still now. 